The following podcast contains spoilers for Jingle All The Way. You haven't warned. No, no, I want to fish a red undercover and I should do it and get rid of my leg rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down! Now! Yes! This Christmas music! It's joyful and triumphant. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. We have got my stogie, I've got my ego, and I've brought my muscles. It's me, Glenjamin Button. Along with my host. I don't know. Dude, I got worse throughout that accent. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm normally pretty decent. I'm never, you know me, accents yeah, and, I do. Im- Im- and impressions. Yes, <laughs> yeah. accents and impressions I'm never good at, so. Oh, man. You know, I just do it to make people cringe at this point, mm-hmm. and it's lovely. And if you're uh, not cringing, we just got to keep going. Just got to keep going. Come on. <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> yes? How are you doing? Oh, splendid. I was... I had a nice long weekend with the family. We did a second mm-hmm. uh, Thanksgiving, and I got stuck there on Sunday. Oh, it, it, yeah. it's, it snowed, and the, the roads got really icy. I'm like, I'm not going to risk it for the biscuit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home tomorrow morning. Uh, so that's that's what I did. I came home today, which is Monday. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I went went straight to work like an insane man. Four-hour yeah. drive straight to work, and then only worked a few hours, though, so I can't complain that much. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I didn't watch very much. I watched, uh, rewatched some movies and such. Uh, Do I, tell. Definitely, The Polar Express. I can't get away from that movie in this holiday season. Um, Never seen it. And just some other dumb ones. My little cousins put on when they're uh, losing their minds with hyperactivity and sugar and such. So I, I turned my brain off for those ones. Ah, but Miguel, I know you, you little scandalous man. You had to have watched some movies. I watched a few. Oh, uh, I'm assuming. Tell. I'm assuming the ones that you have seen, we've seen together. I believe so. Okay. Uh, well, the first one I saw was uh, King Richard, mm-hmm. which is with Will Smith and uh, John Bernthal's in there, uh, and other people. It is uh, about. Uh, Venus and Serena William, Williams as they're like training with their dad to become tennis stars and like kind of hit the regiment he put them through and how supportive he was and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fine feel good movie, you know. Um, it gets to the point where Will Smith's character is a little annoying with how overbearing he is. Kind of reminds me of uh, I don't know. The dad's name, but do you know the Ball brothers in the NBA and their dad? I want to say it's Lonzo Ball, but I'm not sure. I was just saying it's the only like Ball last name that I know of is Lonzo Ball. Yeah, where he's just like, yeah, he has their best intentions in mind, but he's going a little too hard. Mm -hmm. It's 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 kind of like that, where it's just like they're already great, they're going to continue to be great. Mm -hmm. You're only making their image look bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh, where it came from, and you, like you're glad that they have supportive parents like that. But uh, calm your tits a bit, man. Just just um, calm down. Yeah, and with with yeah, it is a whole thing. But it's a solid film, you know, nothing crazy. Will Smith's really good in it. Um, but 
Yeah, it's it's fine. All right. Uh, then I watched, I went to Bryn Mawr Film Institute, which I haven't been to in a minute. I do miss that place. It's a great place. Uh, and I saw The Power of the Dog, which is, um, it is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Cody Smith-McPhee, Kirsten Dunst, Mr. Dunst, uh, also known as Jesse oh. Plemons. They're in a movie together, you know. Holy crap, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah. And uh, t- Thomas and Mackenzie's in there for a bit, too. She has a small role. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, it is about this uh, these two rancher brothers who one is, like, extremely mean Mm-hmm. And picks on Cody Smith McPhee's character, which is turns out to be Jesse Plemons, who's his brother. It te- uh, turns out to be his stepson, uh, and yeah, drama happens. Not the drama. Um, I really liked it. It's one of those movies where you're just like looking for something to have been said the whole time. Okay, and it's not really saying anything. Uh, you know, it's not making a point, which it, it kind of feels like it's going to be making a point at some point, but never does. Uh, but it's still a really good movie regardless. I, I don't know if that makes sense. It, it makes sense to me because I watched it. But I like, believe in you. The, the entire time I was just like, okay, where, where are you going with this? And then it uh, just ends. Yeah. And at first I was like, eh, that's okay. But the more I sit on it, you know, the more I like it. it it's a really good movie overall. That's good. Um just a little bit of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched Encanto, which is uh, Disney's newest animated movie. Um, John Leguizamo provides a voice as the Stephanie Beatriz, uh, Marcia, uh, Maria Cel- uh, Ces- Cecilia Botero, Wilmer Valderrama, and uh, several others. That is a name <laughs> I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah. Uh, it's about a magic house. Oh, a magic Essentially, house, you say. It's a kid's movie. It's a Disney movie. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, then I watched, we both watched House of Gucci, which uh, we have a review of that on the interwebs, on YouTubes, if you want to mm-hmm. check that out. Uh, then I watched Cold War, which is a uh, Polish film uh, directed by, I believe his name is Pawel Pawelski or something. Let me, let me ch- Yeah, check what his name is. But this is one that John Clark, a friend of the podcast, has been mm-hmm. like, pressuring me to see uh yeah pavel paul paulukowski uh is is the director's name and i hate to say it john didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) um i see why he likes it and why a lot of people love it it is a facade of a good romance film Okay. The problem is you never see why the people are in love. It's more like a lust film than it is a romance film. If that makes sense, like they're yeah. two attractive people and they get it on and but then they keep breaking up and it's just kind of frustrating where you're just like the, the story doesn't really have any flow. It's beautifully acted, beautifully shot and everything. Mm-hmm. Lazily written in my opinion. It, there's it, it it's a lazy setup with an even lazier conclusion. Uh, I don't. I can't say more than that without giving it away. But it's 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 half-assed in my opinion, and that is why I didn't like it. Is I gave it a two and a half out of five, so it's like very middle. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's okay. it could have been so much better if they you know fucking tried. <laughs> <Just> tried a <laughs> little bit harder. Yeah, just try. Maybe, maybe a little more love instead yeah, of the love. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like they're like they had a bunch of different i like ideas for single stories. Mm-hmm. And then they put the same people in them. 
but then they connected them because of the same. It's 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 dumb. It's hard to explain, but it's it's frustrating because it could have been so good, and I didn't believe that they were in love. I believe they just wanted to bang each other, I, which so, I do not doubt they did. So then the stuff that they do for each other in the name of love, quote unquote, is just like no, mm-hmm. you wouldn't do that. <laughs> they got to stop in the name and love instead. And exactly. They just, they just exactly. Uh, then I watched. Uh, you know, I, I've been. Working on a series that will come out eventually of me going through the thousand one movies you must watch before you die. Mm-hmm. I watched one called Fish Tank, which is an independent British film about this poor girl who kind of falls in love with her mother's boyfriend. Uh, she's fifteen. He's not uh, fifteen. He's an adult, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's just kind of that her struggles and everything. Um, and kind of a coming of age story in that sense. Uh, it's really good. Um, not really my cup of tea, which mm-hmm. is why I didn't rate it higher. But you know, it's it's well made. It makes its point. It's 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 good. Uh, Michael Fassbender's in it. He, he's got a Ooh. great performance. So there's that. Um, honestly, I, I didn't like it at all until like maybe the last thirty minutes. The last thirty minutes are really strong. How long so, was it? Uh, hour 45 hour 50 okay. something like that it's not that bad if it was so like it's, two it's, hours it would have been pretty rough yeah i mean it's it's not like the first hour 20 or whatever it is yeah. is bad it's just like it's boring and not really doing anything mm-hmm. and then the last, and then that last, the last half, half hour, hour you're like you. yeah exactly um and and it yeah it, it's hard to explain again without giving too much away but it it, it has a strong finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched Jingle All the Way. We'll get into it in a minute. Then mm. uh, for that thousand and one movies you must see before you die, uh, I also watched a movie called David Holtzman's Diary, which is about a film director who gets a grant. <laughs> and you know all these these gr- filmmaking grants that people get. They absolutely love it when you keep the money for yourself and make a di- uh, daily diary. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. So this is in the 60s. This is essentially like YouTube vloggers before YouTube. That's what it is. Uh, except for he's a creep and a voyeur mm-hmm. and then wonders why everyone's getting mad at him. Uh, yeah, that, that kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, he makes himself the victim. It's It has not aged well. It, like, I understand why people liked it. It's an interesting character study. Mm-hmm. But it did not age well because he's always like, oh, woe is me, blah, blah, blah. He's a, he's a you know, the standard white guy becoming the victim I kind of thing. I just wanted to see them change their clothes. Well, it's not even that. He just wants to study them. With like, nothing he, on. Yeah. But, like, he follows this woman off the subway for a very long time. Ooh. And then, like, she's obviously panicking, and he keeps, like, pursuing to the point where, like, she starts running, he starts running. I'm like, dude, just fucking stop. Mm-hmm. It's 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 hard for to like the person that the entire movie's about. So yeah. Other than that, it's a fine movie. It's just it did not age well at mm-hmm. all. Uh, then I watched Seven Chances for the thousand one movies you must watch before you die. It's a going Buster, hard on that list there. Yeah, Buster Keaton movie. Um, uh, I had seen it before, but I wasn't sure until the blackface came up, and I was like, oh yes, I remember this blackface. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just as uncomfortable then as I am now. But it does spark the memories. Damn them. If you ignore, I, I hate to say this, but yes. if you ignore the one character that's in blackface, who's only in it maybe a total of five minutes, mm-hmm. it's a really good movie. There's other black characters played by black actors that are not caricatures of people. 
So I don't know why they made a blackface character. Why they decided to do that? Yeah, yeah it's the twenties. Uh, yeah. uh, like I like Buster Keaton's movies, but he probably was a little bit racist. Mm. Um, but it's it's other than that, it's it's a it's a good movie. I, yeah. I would have rated it five stars if it weren't for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a good movie. Uh, it's it's fun. It's got a lot of funny bits. Then again, for the final movie, and this is the last one, I promise. Uh, I watched another <laughs> thousand one movies you must watch see before you die. Crazy man, uh, which is uh, Lawrence Olivier's Henry V, which is based on Shakespeare's Henry V. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie was made and funded by the British government to as a morale booster after World War II, uh, and you can tell that that's the case. It's very uh, school stage play e, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's one of Shakespeare's not as interesting plays, and there's a sh- strong part towards the end, and it, like it almost ends really strongly. But you remember the King with Timothy Chalamet, right? I do. Okay, so we we talked about that on the podcast. In the end, he defeats France and marries the Princess of France, or whatever. Great ending. That's mm-hmm. how that's how this ends because this is based. Uh, the king is based on Henry V. This yeah. ends with that, but then there's like a ten to fifteen minute long discussion between him and the the princess of France that it just kind of kills any momentum that it had, which is not Lawrence Olivier's fault. It's no one's involved fault. It's it's Shakespeare's fault. You know, yeah. Um, he, Shakespeare do do that. He he do do that. So you know, it's okay. It's a Shakespeare play. It's well made. It's well acted, but. I didn't care for it, mm-hmm. uh, but that's all I watched. Uh, way longer than I meant to go on. Hey, that's uh, why we. That's why we cut some things. So let's get into a little bit more serious of a conversation. Ah, uh, yes. Jingle all the way. Mm-hmm. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rocket Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting until the last minute, I would say. Especially on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Turbo Man, you're mine! They're all gone. These two are looking for a Turbo Man! <laughs> Where's your Christmas spirit? The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is one. One mission. Oh, poor baby. (laughs) And every man for himself. I'm thinking maybe, you know, we could join up as a team. You know, like like Starskin Hutch. We're late delivery of Turbo Man and Toy Wars. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? (laughs) <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. Uh, directed by Brian Levant and written by Randy Cornfield. Jingle All the Way is a father vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, every store is sold out of them, and he must travel all over town and compete with everybody else in order to find one. It's starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, Rita Wilson, Martin Mull's in there, Jake Lloyd, also known as Young Anakin Skywalker's in there, Jim Belushi's in there, Vern Troyer's in there for a hot minute, mm-hmm. um, and so is the the Big the Show. The Big Show, yeah. The Big yep. Show, he's in it. 
Uh, so yeah, I picked this because I had never seen it. It's a movie all my friends love. I don't know why I never saw it. It's you know, it just passed your little it just your little it, Christmas yeah, radar. It it, it it is PG, so it's not like I was too young to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just passed my Christmas little radar, and and uh, I had a blast watching this movie. Did you? It is not a well-made movie <laughs> no it's not but it was very fun to watch <laughs> it, it is very it's very nutty movie for sure yeah. this is uh actually i don't want to get into that yet i'll keep that one down the road but i do i do remember always seeing this for me at my uh my grandparents house when i was younger and on mm-hmm. the vcr tapes there the, as they say vhs's for you younglings there who don't know what they are uh, they're these boxes that have tape in them. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what tape is, you put put it on stuff and it makes you stick sometimes. Yep. <laughs> but no, I remember uh, always seeing this movie and always almost watching it every time I went over to my grandparents' house. Even not the holiday season. It's just a mm-hmm. fun, goofy-ass movie. Oh, yeah. I'd agree. Um, I, I think the shining star here, I mean, obviously the late, great Phil Hartman's in it. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of really funny parts. But the shining star of this movie has got to be Sinbad. He, like, anytime the movie's getting a little dull and repetitive, he comes in and just throws a wrench into everything and just says the craziest shit. He's half the people on TikTok talking about all these conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just like, you know, <laughs> they're turning the he's, frogs gay and stuff. He's like, like I, I went, to, I did psychology in my junior high school year. I, did, I know everything about it. Yeah. And he, he was so funny. He was, I, I, I haven't seen a lot of Sinbad content. I've seen um, that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that he's in Mm -hmm. uh, and a few other things, but I have never seen him in this big of a role before. And he he was by far my favorite character. He was so funny. Uh, All the things he kept saying. The the fact that he kept telling people that he had bombs, Mm -hmm. and then one of them actually was a bomb. Yeah. It's just... It's bonkers. It's a bonkers Christmas movie that also has some truth to it with how crazy people go on on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's I loved it. I I you know again, not a good movie, but I really <laughs> really liked it. No, it's just um, a genuinely fun ride, and yeah, just with how psychotic it, all the people are in this. It I mean, knows what it is and doesn't try to be anything else. Yep. I mean, with the underground Santa, you know, bust and everything like that. It's just Mm -hmm. every corner it has has got like a different turn of this world that it creates and how nutty and how everybody's kind of an underlying terrorist, if you think about it as well. And and Sinbad is a terrorist. And Sinbad not only (laughs) is a terror or terrorist, he also tries to murder a child for a toy. I mean, who hasn't? Honestly, every day I think about it. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what can I do that Sinbad wouldn't? Damn. Remove the plank from your eye before removing the speck from mine. That is what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I thought, yeah, it's, it's got a lot of really memorable segments. Uh, Obviously, uh, pretty much any segment in a store is great. Uh, my favorite bit of all is how all of the stores had the, uh, I believe the character's name is Boomer. Um, or what is it? Uh, Buster. Buster. That, or yeah. Booster. 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 Um, at one, uh, every store had a Booster dolls and everyone like groaned and yelled mm-hmm. whenever they said we got plenty of Booster dolls to the point where at one point Sinbad goes, we don't want it. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> there was always the boosters and always the any other character from Turbo Man was always on the shelf, yeah. but not Turbo Man ever throughout yeah. it. And just how pissed off people would get, even to the point where at, at the end they just start actually beating boosters' ass at the, was, at the yeah, holiday it, parade. It was a gag that kept on giving. Yep. Um, and, and I... I laughed boisterously. Boisterously? I feel that. I laughed a lot, very Mm -hmm. much throughout this movie. Um, Phil Hartman, as much as I love him, his character got really annoying. His character uh, was super pervy too. Yeah, and, and I, I think mean, that's why it was annoying. Like some of it didn't age well, but it, definitely he yeah. was he was getting annoying there, specifically at the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I, you know, for people who have not experienced life without cell phones, it was kind of cool to remember that people used to just like drive off. Without any way to be contacted, mm-hmm. and, and that and like they would be like, I don't know where your dad is. Nowadays, you would just text him. Yep, like, you couldn't. Where the hell is your dad? Next thing you know, he's calling you from a box on the street. Yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't really make this movie today with the same stakes. Yeah. Um. It, obviously, you could you could do an, a a a version of it. Uh. You know, with Amazon not being able to send it in two days, <laughs> mm-hmm. or or what have you. Um, but it, it's a, it's very nineties in everything about it to the point where, you know, the turbo man villains are kind of power ranger esque. They're, yep. they're the villains, but they're kind of like power rangers. Uh, the, um, you, like you could see everything in turbo man being part of the power rangers, uh, which was, you know, which was huge when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I am still of the opinion that Jake Lloyd has gotten a shit hand. Because uh, of, uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. uh, George Lucas did not protect him. He kind of threw him into the woods with that one. And honestly, you shouldn't hate Jake Jake Lloyd for Anakin Skywalker being shit. You should hate George Lucas for Anakin Skywalker being shit. Because every word that Jake Lloyd said was written by George Lucas. And guess what? George Lucas cast Jake Lloyd. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> now this is pod racing. Woohoo! From from what I know, a lot of this was uh, improvised as far as like their lines went. I believe, I th- especially I think, for Sinbad. Ex- and oh yeah, and I think there's specifically one that has to be Phil Hartman, and if it's not, I I I would I will not accept it. Is where like he he turns to Arnold, he's like, "This is one you can't do a push up for some some shit like that." Something about mm. working out. And I could see Phil Hartman just turning and saying that directly to Arnold's face and be like, yeah. you can't do it. You can't work your way out of there, work out your way out of this one. Or I can't remember. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm bad you at You can't this. bench press your way out of yes. this one. <laughs> I thought yeah. I thought that was a funny line that uh, definitely had to be. Yeah, funny line at a very serious moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending of this movie really reminded me uh, that I hate parades. Yeah. I hate parades so much. If you ever see me at a parade, know that I'm being kidnapped or held there against my will. And I do not want anything to do with parades. It's it's horrible. They're the worst things ever. Uh and but I guess this one was kind of fun for, you know, Jake Lloyd's character. Um there's there's really there's It's really s- hard to talk yeah. about this movie. Because it's just one without wild just going ride. like beat by beat. Yeah, like, you, like, you kind of have to go beat by beat for this. Um, yeah, 
I mean, everybody was everybody was fun. The movie was fun. It was just a roller coaster of '90s, a little nostalgia and everything like that. And just, I mean, I just you just don't know where to go from that. Sadly, you really don't. Uh, I think. I, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I was gonna say that this was actually, uh, as far as Christmas movies goes, this is like top five for me. Of like, if I had to repeat and watch, this is one of those five. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll like, definitely be watching this again. Yeah. Um, if I have one thing to nitpick about it, other mm-hmm. than, you know, it not being a good movie, but it is fun to watch, uh, I would just say, like, there is no real lesson that's learned. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lesson that he learns in, like, the first five, ten minutes of the movie where, like, he, he fucked up, he didn't get the kid the toy, even though he promised he would. And then he's just trying to overcorrect th- the rest of the time. Um, so there's no real arc. It's just, which which is fine. It's a dumb Christmas movie. There doesn't need to be an arc. Mm-hmm. But I it would be, like, a little bit better if there was, like, the kid goes through more of an arc and the wife goes through more of an arc than Arnold Schwarzenegger does yeah. and everything. And even Sinbad has more of an arc <laughs> than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, but it's... It is a. Uh, it's just it's just fun. It's it's really fun. like the the scene when he's <laughs> he's chasing the bouncy ball, yeah. and the the little girl takes it, and everyone thinks he's a pervert, so they start hitting him with the purses. It just takes a lot of dark elements, such as that, and and such as like con men, Santa Clauses having like an underground mm-hmm. grift, uh, and just makes them funny. <laughs> You know what, what makes I had terrorism funny throughout was, a good portion of this movie is that, that? Uh, Jackie Chan. I wish he was actually in this because oh, yeah. there were there were so many moments where I'm just sitting there. I'm like the way Arnold is like comedic comedically like doing facial expressions and just d- doing practical things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just it just kept like reminiscing me about like things Jackie would do and like how much of a Jackie movie this would be. Mm-hmm. If if it wasn't Arnold, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just it just feels like a Jackie movie more than anything, and just it, with yeah, just how fun and crazy it, it is. It's just like just try to imagine that if Jackie Chan instead of a uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, that'd be pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. What's what's your favorite scene? Oh dear lord. Um... <laughs> Actually, you know what? Speaking of scenes, period. I I'm curious. Did Disney take out? Well, I guess you hadn't seen it, but I feel like Disney took out the explosion in uh, in the building when the bomb went off. When Sinbad gave the police the bomb, I could have sworn there was an explosion. Oh yeah, Disney during owns this now, don't they? Mm-hmm. God damn it! Because they, they did they did something else. They took away they took away part of a scene in one of the other movies that they had. Yeah, and I do not remember what it was. So, um, I mean, when I saw it, you see the explosion from outside the building. Oh, you hear the explosion and it shakes, but you don't see an explosion. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. you don't see fire or anything, but yeah. Um, I could have sworn there was an explosion. I could be wrong though. You know, this is a. It's probably been ten plus years since I seen the movie, but yeah, I don't know. Um, Who knows? As far as I, I have no frame of reference, so I have no idea. As far as favorite scene, anything really in the mall or in the stores when he's like calling home and Phil Hartman's in his house, mm-hmm. it's just he's especially the put the cookie down scene. Just oh yeah, anything anything with Phil Hartman and him exchanging like why the hell are you in my house? Stop mm-hmm. going near my wife and just things like that. They're always really funny to me. Yeah, definitely. What about you, you silly goose? Ooh, mm, uh, mm. Mm. I really like the scene. 
leading up to the ball scene where, you know, there's the store manager and he's talking about how uh, they have the ball system in place and everything. Mm -hmm. And legitimately, I laughed the hardest when he says, we have plenty of booster dolls and Sinbad just goes, we don't want it. That was (laughs) by far my favorite moment of the entire thing. Uh, Favorite scene. Man. I don't, yeah, I, I, I'd have to say, um, ooh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really like the diner scene, not so much like the, them talking, but like I mean, once, yeah. once they hear the radio thing, like them fighting over the phone booth, I thought was yeah. really, really clever or not clever. It was dumb. It was fun though. Uh, it's all <laughs> and, dumb fun. Yeah. It's all dumb fun. But I, I, uh, the, the Santa grifting, um, you know the the warehouse full of Santas and everything, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really a really funny scene. And then him immediately like pulling out the fake badge. Also, those cops are terrible if they can't tell what a fake badge looks like. <laughs> uh, so, but it's a kid's movie, it's so a kid, you yeah. know we're gonna we're gonna shrug that off. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, about as much fun as I thought I was gonna have. You know, mm-hmm. I I knew enough about this movie to know that I was gonna like it. So that's good. Yeah. So that does it for our review. Let's get into the judgment for Jingle of the V. I got to stop doing our short (laughs) As always, it has to be a unanimous decision whether or not becomes a little shelf boy with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Uh, It's my choice. So, Mm -hmm. ooh, ah, mm, mm. I got to go first. I really like this. I think it's definitely. I I have to think back on all my favorite Christmas movies, but I would not be surprised if it makes top ten. Yeah, Uh, I'm a little bit pickier of my criteria of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. (laughs) Just so people say, (laughs) like, yes, I admit it is a Christmas movie, but isn't it is not on my list of Christmas movies because it is not enough of a Christmas movie. Uh, But with this. It is a poorly made movie, but it is eh, poorly written, poorly acted. It's not poorly made. It's poorly written and poorly acted with the exception of, of Sinbad and, you know, a few scenes involving Sinbad. Um, but is that, it's fun. Is that enough to put on the shelf, though? That's the real question. Is that a question towards me? It is. I don't know. This is my top five Christmas movies, man. It's, it's going. It's going up on that shelf. I don't okay. even care. <laughs> you know what? This is this is one that I, I watch almost annually. Yeah. I try to at least. I especially when I you know Christmas Story and everything is playing all the time. I kind of want to. This is a good refresher on other movies exist besides the ones they play. All the fucking time on TV. Yeah. I mean, I love Christmas Story, but I, I get what you're saying. Abs- absolutely. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Ho ho, motherfucking ho. It, it goes on. <laughs> it goes on the all the way. It went jingle right to our all shelf. the way. So jingle all the way does make it onto the shelf uh, with the likes of Apostle and Handmaid, and I don't know how I feel about it being on there, but you know what? It's on there. Merry mm-hmm. Christmas, y'all. Uh, <laughs> that brings us to our assignment for next week, Glenn. It is mm-hmm. the Yule Tide season. This is our next week. Will be our second week of the K Christmas, K Christmas, whatever okay. KFR yes, Christmas, whatever you want to call it. That is your pick to choose a Christmas movie or holiday movie. Could be uh, a Crazy Nights if you wanted to. Yes. It, well, oh man, that 
You would have hated that movie. I can already tell that one. What? Eight Crazy Nights. I've seen it. Did you? Yeah. Why'd you like that? I mean, I like it. It's it's not a great movie, but I like it. All right, right up next week is going to be. So, uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a little conundrum here. I there's one that I haven't seen that I would I'm I'm okay with watching, and then I have one that neither of us have watched. But sadly, we might have to rent it unless we have cable. Then we could probably watch it on cable some shape I mean, or I have form. Cable. Uh, I don't, but I could find a way to watch it. Or you uh, could just come it's, over and watch it. That as well. Yeah. So we have that. So, Ooh. one on the services so, or one not on the services? One, where we might have to either rent or watch it on cable. One that I have seen and you haven't, mm-hmm. or one that we'll have to rent. Ooh, that is tough. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Yeah. Uh, both, just, both pretty well known Christmas movies, by the way. Okay. Just for our listeners. So they can have easy access to it. Let's do the one that I have seen that is on services that you have not seen. Okay. Well, goodbye to love, actually, and hello to the holiday. We might as well be honest with each other. Just tell me, did you sleep with her? Okay, I slept with her. You happy? Did you say, am I happy? You gotta be. Oh, Oh God, here he comes. Oh, Jasper, what's the story with you two anyway? I'm head over heels, you know. Everybody, may I introduce the newly engaged Jasper Blue? I hate my horrible life. Iris and Amanda are in exactly the same place. Where do I want to go by myself? Depressed at Christmas. Just 6,000 miles apart. Home exchange. We switch houses, cars, everything. Bingo. I need you to answer this. Are there any men in your town? (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen Love Actually. Kind of wish I went with that one, but I mean, not that. I mean, we could still do it. We have have all the editing tools in the world. I've made my bed, and now I will lie in it. <laughs> because, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I can, you know, get, go downstairs and watch it. No, I've made my bed. All right, the holiday it is. <clears throat> the holiday. Two women troubled with guy problems swap homes in each other's countries. Any, I thought it was with each other's countries. They swapped the whole country, right? They swapped the whole part of the bit where they each meet a local guy and fall in love. Directed by Nancy, uh, I'm assuming that's Myers or Mayers. Myers. Myers is also written by her stars Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Jack Black with a bunch of other names in there. I'm sorry. I just I just am not. Rufus honest. Sewell. There you uh, go. Edward Burns, Eli Wallach, or Wallach, Wallach. John Krasinski's in there for a bit. Yeah. Oh, I, I have seen this. Um, How young I, is he in this? Probably really young. Uh, it was about the time that The Office started. Mm-hmm. So, about that age. Um, yeah, I will say nothing more than... <laughs> it is better than you would think. Okay. And honestly, re-watching it might surprise me. We'll see. Um, will do. Because, yeah, yeah I, I really... Really, I mean, if I'm being honest, only really wanted to watch this because of Jack Black, but he's I he's the main doubt reason. He, yeah, he doubt he's going to be, you know, the Jack Black that I want him to be in this movie, though. I can't remember. Or is he? Mm, I can't. Stay remember. tuned I, for next legitimately, week. Legitimately, the only thing I remember 
is that Cameron Diaz's character edits movie trailers for a living. That's what she does. That's all I remember. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah. So, well, we can that. watch that on Netflix and Hulu. So yes. there you guys go. So the holiday is our assignment for next week. Thank you everyone for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone film review. YouTube, Keystone film review. TikTok, Keystone film review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. One breath. And I am Glenn KFR. To clarify, I said that all in one breath. My letterbox mm-hmm. is not Mike KFR one breath. It's Mike KFR. <laughs> Just to clarify. But yes, that will do it until next week when we get a little romantic with mm. Jack Black. Mm. Yes. I, would, I would romanticize that man any day, <laughs> respectfully. He, he is a good looking dude. Just because he's a little larger, he doesn't get enough credit. That means the more he is in charger. Yes. And I'm he, leaving now. I forget what professional actor it was, but someone that went to high school with him that is a professional actor said that when they were in high school, he was the best actor in their entire school. Huh. So he's got the chops. Just well, I saying. Know him, I know him and Kyle Gass were in, like, band or some shit Yeah, together. it wasn't Kyle Gass. It was, like, a, yeah. like an he's Oscar-winning really actor said yeah. that Jack Black is a really good actor. I feel uh, like him and Kate Winslet went to school together for some reason. That could Kate be Winslet is from a different country. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, she's that Except good of an actor that she just Easttown. went over. <laughs> she, she is a, she is a, a an honorary uh, Southeastern Pennsylvanian. Oh, so, man. yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.